What's that dog doing? What's that dog doing? Licking her beehole. Licking her beehole. Going at it hard. Chapstick? <laughs> She's got chapstick in her beehole. Yeah, hey, everybody. Yes, I got a man, no motherfucking podcast. Woo, woo, woo. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Tuesday. God damn it, Jamie. Tuesday. We love snow. February 26, 2019, 7.26 in the PM. And uh, I apologize uh, wholeheartedly, completely, fully, togetherly, uh, jointly. I don't. Pete Lee, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee? For having missed on the podcast yesterday. It just uh, became... Impossible to do uh, because of circumstances out of my control. Because you're not a very good winter driver. Uh, winter driving has nothing to do with uh, me yeah. and this podcast. Mr. I'm from Buffalo. I can handle well, it. Well, that, that is going to be a huge part of today's conversation, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> but I did not get home until 1030 in the evening, and I had to be up at 5 in the morning, and there was no way we were going to do a podcast and then me uh, post it and everything else. Uh, oh, and there she is, everybody. Good old old lady Sadie has joined us, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me ask you, Jamie, how, how are you? I haven't seen you in like five days. How are you, how are you doing? <laughs> it's been glorious. The time away? Until yesterday. <laughs> Until last night? <laughs> yeah. Until last night. It was fucking... Anything fun and exciting happened when I was gone? Uh, parking tickets. Oh, yeah, you called the fuzz on people. I did. <laughs> it was glorious. I, uh, we, yeah. uh, for, the, for the listeners, uh, well, first of all, I'm Stu McAllister, your host of Failed Comedian. Mm-hmm. And with yeah. me, as always, is Jamie. Just failure. Just at failure. Yeah. And uh, we live on a street where we have alternate parking. It's like uh, even days you can park on this side, odd days you can park on the other side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, I just noticed on that string of lights there, the one color is oh, out. Oh, yeah, look at that. Huh, pretty weird. Oh. We got Christmas lights up. We don't we yeah. don't take them down. We, we like just kind of like how they illuminate the room. But, uh, anyway, got a distracted <laughs> little ADD kind of thing going on there. But, um, so, and that's to make it easier for plows to come through. And uh, the people who live in our street don't fucking abide by no. that. And uh, our street looks like uh, there's a war. Yeah. We're in... Right. Fucking uh, Tel Aviv or somewhere in Afghanistan or some shit. And uh, things just don't get plowed right. So, you took things into your own hands, Jamie? You said, fuck these motherfuckers? I did. On Saturday when I was driving, I went on a little adventure on Saturday. When I left for it, again, I'm like trying to navigate. I have my my car is not very big and I'm having to navigate and there's these narrow spaces and I just got so frustrated with it sure so then i pulled over and i called the police right from the side of the street <laughs> right in front of their house yeah, all you're of, giving yep, them right the bird as you're yes, doing it yes what is, so i mean what do you call you don't call 911 no they call the non-emergent what is that number. is that 211 what is no, it it's, it's 1132 something something oh so it's a legitimate phone number. number yeah uh-huh so you call them and yeah, what, and what do you go them. you go listen i'm I a crabby this. bitch and yes. uh <laughs> yes i'm fed up I go, there's at least 10 cars, at least, sure. parked on the wrong side of the street. And uh, 
And he's like, all right, he took a report. He took my name and number. And then I went on my little adventure. I was gone, I don't know, a few hours. I come back and I purposely came part or came down the street from that side. Yeah. And I turned and I was in just, it was glorious. It was all this whole scene. Glorious! Because they put the parking tickets inside a neon green envelope. Yeah, yeah, so you can't miss them. Right, and I just saw all this neon green. Sure. And as I drove by each car, I was just like, ha, 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 the whole way down. Sure, and you know what? I, um, I'm perfectly fine with people, like, if they don't drive, but it's just fucking... You got to get up and go right. move your car. Like, I all right, it. it's that time of day. The street, you know? And fucking, and I hate to say it too, the good majority of these people, there are driveways yep. where maybe it's going to be a pain in the ass because someone's got to move and now I got to go move my car. But fucking just get out of the road. It's such a pain in the ass. Right. right. And it, that all lends itself into my fucking fiasco the last two days right. of. Uh, I was in, for those who might be new listeners, thank you for listening. You are. A part of the six-member mafia, mucho gracioso. Mm. But I was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, for a comedy festival, Snow Jam Comedy Fest in yeah. Sioux Falls, yeah. and uh, it was a snow jam. Everybody, <laughs> it was. We I left Wednesday evening. I drove overnight with uh, my buddy Louis Michael, who was also in the fest, and we took my car. Louis does not how to dri- know how to drive stick shift, so it was I was doing all the driving, all of it. Managing and, that uh, stick. And it was fine. We left it probably about 10 o'clock at night, and we probably got into Sioux Falls 10.30 in the morning, so, you know, a little under 12-hour drive. Uh, we had we stopped somewhere in Iowa for me to take a nap. I took an hour nap. Got some corn? No corn this time of year. Uh, probably some canned corn, maybe, somewhere. Cornfield, but, uh, or I mean... Uh, well, no, there were snow, they were all snowfields, <laughs> is what it was. They were... Farming snow is what it was. Yeah. So we got the, we did the, the fest was uh, the fest was a good time, Jamie. It was a good time. We checked into the hotel. We were uh, the second and third people to check into this hotel ever. Hmm. Uh, we just got there behind a woman who was also there for the festival, and I don't think anyone else was in this hotel other than the comics. It was a brand huh. spanking new hotel. Uh, it was a very nice hotel. It probably would be better to go in like a month or so because some. Things weren't working, like the pool wasn't working, and there was no equipment in the fitness center, and you know, just little, just little odds and ends. Go in there and do jumping jacks, right? Just go and put, (laughs) we're doing push ups and shit in there, yeah. So, uh, you know, and the festival itself was fine. Um, you know, it's small, right? It's Sioux Falls. There was uh, three venues, one they do have an actual comedy club. It's weird, it's a uh, side room of a pizzeria. Huh. And that's where they do the comedy shows, and uh, that was a the venue they used. And then uh, there was another venue that was a like a craft brewery type place, you know. And then there was a third place that was more like a entertainment venue. Hmm. Uh, it was funny. Uh, on Sunday, they were having a uh, professional wrestling was happening in that space wow. where we performed huh. uh, some sketch comedy the night huh. prior, but. Yeah. Good shows, met a lot of very nice people. Uh, the shows I was involved in were very fun. Uh, I definitely was one of, I was probably the second oldest person in the fest. I'm mm. an old fuck for those who don't know. <laughs> uh, and it was just a good time. I, you know, I didn't feel like um, uh, no one didn't deserve to be there. And, uh, you know, 
it was a good mesh of people, New York, L.A., Omaha, Nebraska, Atlanta, uh, Austin, Texas, mm. Boston. Yeah. It was a good mishmash all yeah. over the country, all over the country. Uh, the one show that I did was weird because the first show was just a show. And then the second show, they called it Run the Light. And this was not a style show I was familiar with. Where you were given time, you everyone was given seven minutes, and then the light would come on. And then when the light came on, the audience was encouraged to heckle. What? Yeah, they were encouraged to, to give you shit or grief mm. or just yell nonsense. And uh, and that lasted for three minutes. So the maximum amount of time you were on stage oh. was ten minutes. Huh. Uh, and I, you know, I mean, it was kind of interesting. It probably works better in a bigger city. Uh, it it I, it was just wrong. I mean, people are just yelling dumb things and kind of insulting things. Like when you want a heckle, you want something kind of original or whatever. I it just didn't fit well, and I didn't feel necessarily feel comfortable with it either because I'm like I just want to finish telling my joke. I was doing uh my one uh skydive story joke, and I didn't finish it before the light came on, and the people are just yelling nonsense at me, so I can't finish the story with them doing the weirdness mm -hmm. but during my set i just kept yelling uh suck it because i was telling louis louis and my other buddy uh casey who was there that like that was just going to be my response to all the hecklers of i was just going to yell suck it at them so just push her off the, <laughs> the couch just push her off uh well i mean i just yelled it during my set before anyone was heckling oh. i was just yelling suck it oh. suck it <laughs> and uh, so it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> the shows were good. I never, um, I didn't really ever hang out at any of the after party stuff. There's so much of these festivals, really, Jamie, are just about like the networking and the chilling and having fun until late at night. People would go hang out at the bar and then they were closing down the diner like Louie did. And I'm like, yeah, fucking go have it, dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just would go back after the shows were done. Like the first, the first night we got there, I went. And basically just watched. Louis was like first on his show. He was on a storytelling show. Mm -hmm. And then when he was done, I was like, I'm out of here, dude. I gotta. I am tired. I gotta mm -hmm. go to sleep. Right. And then the second night, I guess I did hang out a little bit at a bar. But it was like a dance club. And it, you can only imagine what a dance club <laughs> in Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota is like. It was right. just, It was very strange to me. I guess there was, a D, there was a DJ there. And apparently this woman... Uh, people do follow her around, but I, I'm just, I, I don't, what? it just seems weird. Like they're fans of hers, oh. like a band, like people are fans of bands, huh. people are fans of her as a DJ. Huh. And I, I that's so beyond me. Yes. Like, to me, it's just kind of like you're taking other people's shit and you're spinning it. And I'm sure I'm doing a disservice of what they're actually doing. But to me, I'm like, put on the radio, you know, right. like that's where, that's uh -huh. where I'm at. So yes. whatever. Um, so I did go to that for a little bit, and I'm trying my best to not drink anyway. I did have a couple, but yeah, I was just tired of life. And then the next day I had to get up early because I did a, the podcast with the Casey guy that I talked about. We did a podcast mm -hmm. called uh, uh, Attention Seeking Behavior. I don't think he's dropped it yet, but if you guys want to go check it out, uh, Attention Seeking Behavior with Casey. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is we that? Just, we just, yeah, we just we just <laughs> shot the shit. But I met with him. I agreed to meet with him at eight in the morning. And I'm like, what the mm -hmm. fuck am I doing meeting with anybody mm -hmm. at eight in the morning to do a yeah. podcast? Mm -hmm. 
So we did it in the lobby of the hotel, and, and that was fine. But then I had to get up and go. I took a uh, sketch writing course with uh, Kevin McDonald. Do you know who Kevin McDonald is? No. He's not related to Ronald, but he was in that sketch group uh, called Kids in the Hall. Was that familiar? No. Nope. God damn it. <laughs> uh, Kids in the Hall was a very big sketch television show in the 90s. Mm. Uh, it's Canadian. It was five dudes. Mm. That was it. And, you know, they didn't have, like, guests or anything. It was just sketch. No music. Nothing like they that. They showed it on TV? Uh-huh. Yeah. If you probably go Nick at Night or something now, you could find it. Huh. Um, so it was very fun. They had some very memorable sketches. Uh some people were like really big into the the series and Kevin like when we were at class and I I mean I clearly remember him he's a very recognizable character uh and I I remember the show but if you were to go hey do you remember this character I no I fucking mm-hmm. don't but he gave it it was a class on sketch writing I'm like fuck I mean I'm very interested in that I've yeah. talked uh, previously about taking a class yeah. here in town Yep. And so I'm like, all right. And it was $100 to take the class. And I'm like, well, because this festival paid for our hotel, something I easily would have paid $100 for three mm-hmm. nights oh, yeah. uh, on a hotel. For I'm sure. like, all right, I will take that $100 and, and give to him and, and mm-hmm. let's see what happens. Yeah. And um, it was all day, too. That's what fucking killed me. It was like 10 to 5. Wow. So, yeah, it was seven hours. And we did stop for, we had lunch. Uh-huh. But it was just a fucking long day. And uh, I, I don't want to say it wasn't worth my while, but I think I probably would have been better suited not having taken it. Uh, <laughs> like if I just stayed at the hotel room and did some reading and take a, took a nap or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys, they went out for lunch and they did some other shit around town. And that might have been better for me because essentially, I don't want to say he ripped us off, but he he said, this is the... This is the Kids in the Hall style of writing sketch comedy. And he's like, we improv it out, and then we write sketch from it. So basically, it's like you're bullshitting and goofing around, and then you take like that kernel, and then you're mm-hmm. able to expand on it and, and turn it into something. Huh. And it was fine. We broke up. There were, there were only 14 of us in the group. So he split us up into three groups, and uh, each of us had to do a sketch, and I was involved with three dudes. All very funny dudes. Um, all clearly have some improv background oh. or sketch background because they're all like, "Yeah, we got to do this and this." And I'm like, "Going, there's a lot of chefs in this kitchen right now, and uh, I'm okay with just being a a, a scout or whatever mm-hmm. and a, a waiter, and I and I will I will do what you tell me to do. Yep. Because I'm not going to fight about <laughs> yes. shit here. And because they all had the way, we ended up talking. We did a sketch on. Um, we did an intervention for our buddy. Hmm. Uh, but we did it because uh, we wanted him to start using heroin again. Oh, nice. Because he was our heroin buddy, yeah. and he got himself clean. And so we were like, man, you got to <laughs> fucking start using So, you know, we flipped it. And uh, mm. it, it, it came out, well, I'd say of the three groups or whatever, three sketches, ours was probably the best. Of course. Toot my own horn, you know, whatever. <laughs> it was fun. It was, so it was fun to do. It was just mm. a little different. I did, and I can't lie, I did not know we were going to do that. It was a part of Kevin McDonald's show that night. Like, oh. there was a crowd who showed up of, I don't know, 100 people. And so he did a little stand-up up front. Then he had each of us perform our sketches. 
Oh. And then they did some improv at the end to close out the show. So we huh. we performed the sketch in front wow. of 100 people. Huh. And uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. That's I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah, fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was short, you know, not even five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was all, in sketches, that's what they should be. They should be short, right? Right, I mean, yeah. Sub drags on. You're like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. So, yes. Uh, but it was funny. Because when he was on first originally doing his stand-up, and he is not a stand-up, mm-hmm. Louis, Louis had gone into the bathroom, and apparently there were some audience members in the bathroom as well, uh, kind of saying that uh, Kevin McDonald sucked ass. <laughs> they were not digging what he was putting down. And, um, you know, I, 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 I get it. Hey! That was uh, Winter. She's yep. crazy as shit. Winter. Ween dog. <laughs> that's weird. She's you don't mad that I call her call winter. <laughs> uh, and that's, I don't know if you can hear uh, old lady Sadie. She's kind of puffing in the back. Listen, dogs. Stop it. <laughs> they, they listen so well, everybody. My dogs listen. They're the best of all time. They're stupid. Dumb ass shit. <laughs> so his show was the last show of the fest. It was the last thing. Lou and I were like, we're going to get up early in the morning. We're going to get the fuck out of Dodge because apparently a snowstorm was coming. Yep. We wake up at four in the morning. Uh, one of our neighbors next door uh, got up early because she needed a ride to the airport. So I'm like, all right, hop in the car. And we're getting ready to go. We're getting ready to leave the parking lot of the hotel. And uh, this should have been an indicator of how my day was going to go because we got stuck in a drift mm-hmm. just trying to get out of the parking lot. Uh. Out of the parking lot. Oh. Out of the parking lot. So, but uh, I, you know, I have a little travel shovel. Uh, the girls, uh, Stephanie, ran inside and got some shovels from the hotel, and we were five minutes, not even, we were able to dig my car out, mm-hmm. and there we go. So we go, we drop her off, and then Louie and I take off. You know, it's four thirty by the time we're on the highway, we're going, and it's just shit. Uh, you know, I grew up in Buffalo. I've lived here in Michigan for eighteen years now. Uh, I'm I'm very comfortable with cold. I'm very comfortable with snow. I'm comfortable with blizzards. I'm even comfortable with wind. It's different. It's fucking different <laughs> there in Minnesota and Iowa. It's just fucking different. And the reason it's different is because there's no fucking trees. Mm-hmm. There's no tree lines anywhere. You're just driving through empty space. Mm-hmm. And so winds will just whip through and... It's not even really snowing. No. It's just whipping up snow that's there. Yeah, the white owl. And um, they will close their highways because snow's just whipping through and you can't see. And there were points where it was that way. Like, we just, we couldn't fucking see what was happening, what was in front of There was a point where I was on the highway and I thought I was on the right side of the highway when I was on the left side of the highway. Oh. So I was steering into the meridian right the median because i thought i was on the other side i thought i was steering on the high so it was fucking crazy so we're going we're going down the highway 90 and we're in kind of a little bit of a caravan uh there was a pickup truck a semi truck and us and that was it and that was for you know it's 4 (laughs) 35 in the morning there's no one fucking out yeah and uh so we're cruising along 30 miles an hour and and I'm like I'm fine as long as we're just moving I don't give a shit and the pickup truck must have hit a drift because I there was a point where I hit a drift and we were you know fishtailing all over the fucking highway mm-hmm. and, and Lou's like oh god fuck it I'm like oh you're fucking <laughs> you know 
Because you're like, I'm not expecting drifts to be on the fucking highway right. in the middle of the road. Right. And uh, you know, you're and you're hitting it going 40. You're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck was that? Yes. And uh, so the the pickup must have hit one because it stopped, and then the semi stopped, and I'm creeping up on the semi. So I kind of am trying to get over to the left of it to not fucking rear end right. the semi. Yeah. And then I get caught in some shit. And so then I'm trying to get out of the shit. And meanwhile, the pickup was able to get going and the semi got going. So they're fuck- they ditched us. <laughs> fucking shitty ass caravan <laughs> fucking buddies. And so I'm just trying to get out of shit. So I'm backing up. I'm getting out of it. I thought I got out of it. And I slid over to the right. And we did not get out yeah. of it. We got into it. Yeah. We got into it. And uh, we got stuck. And Louis Louis was unable unable to open up his door because oh that was just snow. Yeah. And I mean, but we were right on the highway though. It wasn't like we slid way off down a hill in a embankment or anything. So weird. And it's you know it's dark as fuck out still. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, motherfuck. So both of us have AAA, and thank God we're out in the middle of nowhere. But I mean, I'm like, just put on the blinkers, leave on the headlights. So if anyone comes, they see us, and uh, we're able to get a hold of AAA. But I, you know, there is an app, so I downloaded the app. I got everything on the app because I was able to do everything on the app before Louie even talked to anybody. Because right. I'm sure they were fucking getting downloaded with calls, mm-hmm. fucking bombarded. And uh, so they're like, oh, yeah, someone will be there at 7.12 in the morning. We're like, all right. So we're just, for like an hour, we're just chilling in the car. Mm-hmm. Someone actually stopped and asked if we're okay, if we need a ride. And nice. we're like, ah, AAA. And so that's a Midwest thing. And I, I will truly, I'll tell anybody now, uh, if some shit's going on like that, yeah. you probably stop to check in on people, yeah. right? As long as you're safe, yeah. do it. And Louie and I went to go do it as well later in the story. But... Uh, 712 rolls around, no one's there. You know, like on the app, it says they received the call, but it doesn't say they're on route or anything. And so then 7.30, and they're just not there. So I call, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, they haven't received it yet. Or I think, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but thank God by this time, it's light outside. Because that was just so much of a tool. Like, when you're dark out, you just don't, you can't see a drift right. or anything right. when it's it's there in front of you. All of a sudden, it's there. So, uh we, call, we called AAA. We actually talked to someone. They're like, okay. They come out. It's like 8.30 or so. They come. Some guy on a record comes out, him and his buddy. Uh, they just take a chain attached to my tire, and they just kind of pull us out. And uh, he's like, okay, I just need you to start the car, and we're going to pull, pull it out. We're going to push you out. And he does, and I, I stop. You know, because, like, they didn't get any of my information or anything. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, go! Fucking go! <laughs> you know, it was like, we're a fucking, you know, he's like, if you stop, you're going to die. This kind of thing. Like, All right, so we just keep going. Well, you're but running then a touchdown or something. We, we again, driving slow, no real problems, but we were able to find out, like, how further down the road, they closed the highway. And I'm like, I've never had to fucking deal with a highway anywhere where they're closing, right? right? An right. interstate. Yeah, never. Other than like, there's a 50 car pileup or yes. some shit like that. But f- I've never heard of a road in Michigan being closed solely because of weather. Mm. It's no. crazy, no. right? We don't have gates on our highways that they'll pull to tell people you can't go through. They do in fucking Minnesota. I wondered how they do that. 
like when they close it, other than like announcing it, how else do you stop people from? They just close it, and they're always right by an exit, so they'll close it. So then you got to get off the fucking exit. Uh... So we got off at the exit. There was a Burger King there. We go in just to eat, and then to fucking kind of figure out right where the what the fuck we're gonna do. And I'll tell you, everybody. Breakfast at Burger King sucks balls, okay? <laughs> now, like, I don't know how you feel about if you give a shit about fast food uh, breakfast or not. McDonald's blows Burger King away for mm-hmm. breakfast because I got, like, this fucking breakfast burrito. First of all, it was huge as fuck. It was, it was fucking like a log of I meat. like them big. So, apparently. <laughs> and then they don't, they, have ha- they don't have hash browns, but they're like tater tots. And I just, it was all fucking fried. That that was the thing. That was the one, my one complaint about the festival. Like the food that I was exposed to was just like too much. Like I ate at Bosses, the the pizza joint, and uh, I got their spaghetti, which was mm-hmm. great. And then one night we got pizza, and the pizza was okay. And then another night there was like a they had like a chicken platter. And like I was like, what do you recommend? He's like, yeah, I got the chicken platter. I got the chicken platter. And then I guess I'm just stupid because never in my brain does it ever occur to me that it's going to come back as, as fried. Oh. I just don't. I never assume it's going to come back as fried, but I guess I have to. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised you didn't say that. And so it came back as huh. fried. And I'm like, all the fried. I got a four piece, too. Because I figured if it was a regular chicken, like it was grilled or whatever, I'd be like, oh, this is fine. But it was fried. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. I just reeked of grease for Spent days. Spent a lot of time in the bathroom. Ugh. I well, I was telling Louis, I don't think I had a regular bowel movement in like the five days I was there. It was just fucking awful, just awful, <laughs> awful, awful, awful. Not quite diarrhea, not a healthy poop. Oh, like just like regular looking for you. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like. What did you think I meant? Like regular, like when you go I still don't know what you're talking about. When people have bowel movements consistently, it, it's regular. So that's what I thought you, you meant. You mean on a schedule? Yeah. No, I wasn't talking about that. I'm talking about like a, a normal healthy poop. I did not have one the entire time I was in fucking South Dakota. The food. So, uh, so we figure out, we're like, okay, we're just going to take a side road, right? So we take a side road that's kind of running parallel with the highway. And we're like, all right, we're, we're going to fucking do this. But then we get three, four miles down the road and cars are stopped. And there's just some fucking huge farm machinery blowing <laughs> snow off the road. And we're like, both Louie and I are like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> and then a sheriff shows up. And because there was a car that slid off in front of us, too. And so we thought maybe he was going to go deal with the car. But he was going and individually talking to people, basically. And he stopped and talked to us. He's like... Yeah, that guy's going to clear off the section here. But then he was like, I don't know what it's going to be like farther down the road. Mm-hmm. So I looked at him and I was like, so we should probably head back towards civilization, right? Because <laughs> where the Burger King was, there was a Burger King, there was a, a gas station, and there was like a Motel 6 or something. Yep. And he's like, yes. He's, you sh-. he's like, I slid off the road yesterday. I've already slid off the road today. And, you know, he's driving a fucking four-wheel SUV oh, sheriff car, right, whatever. Right, right. And I'm driving my fucking Ford Focus. Yep. And I'm like, okay. And I told him, like, we've already slid off once ourselves. I'm like, I don't want it to happen again. So we follow him back. But then we get back to where the Burger King was. And I'm like, let's just go south, Louie. Let's just go south and see what we can do. 
but we're just driving through fucking country mm -hmm. and it's just it's too much so i just go louie fucking find this town where there's a hotel and we're just checking in i don't give a shit right we're gonna ride the shit out right and and we get into this town called spirit lake iowa we check into a super eight and that was like at 11 o'clock mm -hmm. and i did a google map search and uh, from where we left in Sioux Falls to where we were in Spirit Lake was 86 miles. Now, I'm sure we traveled more than 86 miles, <laughs> but probably less than 100 miles mm -hmm. took us seven fucking hours. Yes. Just fucking awful. Uh, just, it was just awful. Horrible. So we checked in. Uh, we took a nap. Uh, you know, then we're just killing time. It's just about mm -hmm. killing time. And then we're like, we're hungry. And we're both like, we can't. We're not getting pizza. We're not. We're, we're both looking at each other. We need goddamn vegetables. Oh, we both yeah. said we need vegetables. So mm -hmm. there was a Walmart across the street. I'm like, let's just go to Walmart. Mm -hmm. We'll go to Walmart, and you know they have grocery stores. We'll just get stuff. So right. as strange as it is, that's what we did. We went to Walmart, <laughs> and uh, we got salad stuff and uh, some sandwich stuff, and and then we and then, stuff shopping. And then we hold it, yeah, kind of. And then we hold <laughs> up in the hotel. And uh, I know the, sun, the sun, yeah, the Sunday was the Oscars. You didn't watch the Oscars, did you? No. Cause yeah, cause I, no one gives a shit. Well, I, plus I don't have access. Yeah, you probably could have watched on like ABC.com or something. But anyway, oh. do you know who what won uh, Best Picture? The book, Green Book. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised Weird. by that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that movie. What? Uh, it was mediocre at best. I'd give it like a five or a six out of ten. Oh, I liked it, but not like... It was super predictable. It was super sappy. And I know, quote-unquote, it was based on a real story or whatever, but I don't... It just seemed too predictable. Fine. Right? I Am I wrong? It. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Right. I don't think it deserved best picture. Fuck no. No. And and I can't lie, none of the pictures that were up yeah, there was, were, like, super good. I can't remember good. what it was, what the other ones were. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Roma, Green Book. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, See, I mean, that's nothing like nothing. Out, nothing right? super stood out to me. Of like, that's that's the one that I liked. Right. I, I mean, when I was looking at all the movies, I was like Black Klansman, I guess, which I liked. But even that, I wasn't like that was a fucking fantastic movie. Like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than uh, Green Book. But hmm. we we didn't watch that, Jamie. We did. We had we watched the the half the end half of John Wick, the Keanu Reeves action movie yeah. and then that was over and then we watched the expendables the sylvester stallone <laughs> movie and then when that was over it went back to john wick what so we watched the beginning part of john wick <laughs> oh. that we missed oh. <laughs> you had a slumber party yeah we did oh. have a slumber party did you have a pillow fight yeah, it was fun yeah. Oh. yeah well here's the In thing underwear well here's the thing for those who don't know who Louis Michael is, Louis Michael is this uh, young man. He's in his late 20s. I think he's 27, 28 or something. And he's also a physical trainer. So he's this dude who's like way into exercise and way into eating and everything. And when we were at the, the second hotel, he was like, they it was a super eight. They don't fucking have gyms or nothing. Mm -hmm. So he went and was just like doing laps in the hotel. He was like, like running and walking the laps and running because it was a two-story super eight. So he's like running up and down the stairs oh my and gosh, all. Yeah, it's just like, you know, and he's very conscious about like what he eats. Like he was like counting calories in, head, oh, in his wow. head about everything. And it was like, 
way more than what I'm like at this stage of my life. I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. And like, I'm not a completely unhealthy eater, right. but I'm not thinking about like protein and calories and whatever this or that. So it was I, just funny being around him for yeah, like three, four days. I didn't days. realize he was like that. Yeah, apparently. I didn't, I mean, I knew he was kind of like a huh. exercise dude and I knew he was a trainer and whatever. Uh-huh. So, huh. but, uh, so the next day we're both like, okay, we're not leaving at the crack of dawn because <laughs> we want to leave when it's light out so we can see shit. Mm-hmm. So, but the wind had died down. There was no wind really. There was not, it was all dealing with like aftermath shit of like, the, the great blizzard of Iowa 2019 had was come and now it was gone and now mm-hmm. we're dealing with the after effects. Right. So, all right, uh, we're Google mapping shit. And we're like, let's just, we're fucked. You got to do these country roads mm-hmm. because Minnesota was still fucked. Like someone, these people that I knew in Minnesota were sh- sending me pictures of uh, the interstate with the closed roads and do not use roads everything was fucking huh. red everything wow. was, minnesota was shut the fuck down huh. so That's we're so just weird. like we're we got to go south so mm-hmm. we, we go south and you got you got to go through country roads it's mm-hmm. the only thing you can do and we were uh, it was on again unreal like i'd never had to deal with the stuff of like just drifts of huge uh piles of, there was um Roads where the plow couldn't go through because the the snow was too high for a plow to get through. So legitimately, again, it was farm equipment. This guy, these guys with like back hoes and mm-hmm. kind of like bulldozer type things would have to go in and scoop up snow and move it out of the way to give like a path for the plow to go through. Like these drifts were like taller than me they were like seven feet tall it's crazy and you're going through it and it was and it's one lane at this stage of the game they can't do two lanes yet so i'm like we're going when we're going through stuff i'm honking my horn because right. it was we were always on the wrong side of the road it was always a, the left hand side was the part that was clear <sighs> so i'm just like hon- like if we're getting near a hill or something mm-hmm. if we're going up i'm honking the horn and louis kind of like yeah i'm like i we got to do this, man. Do it, I don't right? want to live here in Iowa. We don't live here what now. What would you have done if there was an oncoming car? Well, I mean, we just were kind of going slow, and I just would have, I just would have quickly moved over to the right and just prayed to God that we didn't get stuck in any right? fucking drifts. Wow! But there was a point, and uh, maybe I'll use this picture as the picture for the uh, podcast today, of a truck, a pickup truck had been abandoned in the road and next to it in the left-hand lane, which was a a sedan, like a Toyota Camry or something, Mm -hmm. also abandoned in the road. So no plow can get through because these two fucking cars in the way. And even if the cars weren't in the way, there was so much goddamn snow that here was this fucking farm equipment moving the snow. So Lou and I, we're, we're about 30 yards away from all of it because there are these drifts in front of us that I'm like I don't I am not driving through that drift. Right. Because I will get stuck in this drift. Yeah. I'm not driving through it. So we're watching them. And then they're kind of they've got enough snow out of the way that now they're gonna deal with the trucks. So I'm like, all right, let's go see if we can help them push these fucking cars mm-hmm. out of the way. Because if they weren't able to push the car out of the way, we were gonna have to backtrack to God knows what the right, fuck. Right, right. Right. So we get out and we're walking on this drift and it was like walking on styrofoam. Hmm. Because it was so hard. It was snow. We weren't sinking into the snow, but it was at least a foot deep. It was so strange. Again, right. it was snow. I'm not, I don't know how to deal with this. 
Right. Because so, it wasn't like it had drifted and was sitting there for a while. You know what I mean? It was know. there. It right. wasn't like the the wind blew it and it was there right. and the wind was going to blow it further. It was fucking right, there. Right, right. And so then we get to the trucks and, and I, I'll tell everyone this. If you're in fucking rural buttfuck country and your car gets stuck, this is what you do. You don't lock your doors and you leave the keys in the car. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. You go find civilization and get, and get safe. Because there's going to be a point where someone's going to need to move your car to get the fuck off the road. And the the guy in the truck, that he knew that's what he was supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. they opened up the door. Right. They saw the keys there. Uh, they started up. But they the tractor guy had to pull it out. He's got a huge fucking chain. This is all just so foreign to me. But these, <laughs> this is what these people deal with, right. I guess, every fucking winter. Yeah. they got to deal with this bullshit. They're like, yeah, again, fuck, here it is. Yeah. And uh, they pull it out. They drive the thing off to the side of the road. The guy plows the road out. And he tells me, he's like, you probably don't want to go that way. Hmm. But I'm like, we're fucking, we're going south. We got to go do this. And we just, we just dealt with fucking craziness the whole way. Louis was able to get us to kind of like sort of highways. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we were counting. We legitimately saw 70 cars stranded. Uh, off to the side of the road or in the middle of the road. God. Just some some were flipped over. Mm-hmm. We saw four semis that had slid off, three of them that had been flipped over onto its side. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing weirder than seeing a semi-truck flipped over on its side. I mean, it looks like a, a dead elephant carcass or something because it's just like that's not supposed right, to right. be there. Yes. And you're like, how the fuck was it there? Because usually semi-truck drivers are fucking... They're lunatics. Mm-hmm. They're the ones barreling down the road, still doing seventy miles an hour mm-hmm. in this bullshit. Yeah, honking their horn. They're not, hell, have them aren't even honking their horn. They're just fucking going. Get out of the way. I'll run mm-hmm. you over. <laughs> and it really wasn't until we got to Cedar Rapids where all that shit went away. Hmm. There really wasn't any more crazy snow to deal with or anything. So I, I looked at it too. I think the drive from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to Cedar Rapids. Is probably three hours, mm-hmm. and I mean, in the time it took us from Spirit Lake to Cedar Rapids was like seven. Jeez. It was just, fu- it was just, fu- it was it's fucking insane. awful. It was just awful, and there was so that's where we stopped because uh, it was like two uh, thirty, mm-hmm. and we stopped to get something to eat and get some gas and whatever. So we stopped. We we get ready to go. We're getting on the highway, and my car. Just starts violently shaking. Just fuck. We get to 55 miles an hour and it's just <laughs> fuck it. I'm like, it's working out my arms. It was unreal. I'm like, what is happening here? But thankfully, as soon as we got on the highway, there was like a rest area like right there. It was just mm-hmm. a quarter of a mile. Kind of, yeah. So we pull over and I'm like, there's. it's got to be just snow in the engine mm-hmm. from when we ran yeah. into the drift. Right. Yeah. And so we go and we look and there is their stuff. And we're like, all right, we'll let the car ride for a bit. We'll see if it just melts. And we sat there for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, that's, that's probably got to do it. Because that was the thing, too. When we originally fell on that drift uh, in Minnesota, mm-hmm. snow was had built up on the fucking exhaust pipe. Ice yeah. and snow yeah. had built on it. Yep. So every once in a while, I'd get out with the, uh, the ice scraper and kind of chip it off. And there was a little hole. Because there were moments of time where I'm in the car, and I don't know if Louis felt this. I felt lightheaded. 
I just saw I crack the window open for a little bit, but I'm like, God, God damn it. Right. What is this? Hell is not fire and brimstone. <laughs> Hell is snow and cold as shit. I hate it so much. So you think there might have been like dead people in some of those abandoned cars that we thought are abandoned cars? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, where else would they we, go? They fucking, I mean, we never saw anybody, so unless they were all just slumped over or whatever. Yeah. So, but, I mean, they probably got out and walked to a home nearby or something, tried to. Oh. But, so we get back on the highway, and it's still just shaking violently. And I told Louie, I'm like, we just got to go find a car wash. Mm-hmm. And we found a car wash about 15 minutes away. And uh, we get in, and, and we, I'm just praying to God, like, you know, it's spraying underneath, and it's just mm-hmm. melting all the snow and everything. And thank the fucking God it did. Thank the fucking God it did. And uh, so we got, we're able to drive 70 miles an hour. And it was pretty much smooth sailing the rest of the way. No super traffic. We saw lots of flooding, though. Oh. Uh, it was just just a mess. It wasn't until we crossed the Mississippi and got out of Iowa and into Illinois where we were like, fuck. We were, we were both like, it's not home, but it's not Iowa. Right. Yeah. Like we just got just the hell can't out. Even imagine. Yeah. It was, like I told you, I would have probably just pulled. I would just would start crying. Crying. I would have died. <laughs> well, there was that level of frustration too, of like God, what you know, because I mean, we both were like, we should have been home yet Monday mm-hmm. morning. Well, we should have been home Sunday evening, because you know I oh, was yeah, fully, right. I was fully planning on uh, working Monday morning. Yep. And uh, he was as well too, and you know he's a personal trainer, so he's got to call of his clients and everything, and. I got to call my boss, Dippin' Dots for life, and let him know I can't deliver the dots. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, you know, you just deal with right. the shit you got to deal with. Right. I would have, I think, just felt so, like, helpless almost. Or yeah. just like, yeah. that's where I would have just been, okay, I'm done. I give up. Well, I mean, again, that was the checking into the hotel of, like, I'm very much, like, let's gut it out kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, you know, again... Weather doesn't bother me, but this was just, mm-hmm. it was just different, and I didn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And and also, the car that I'm driving to, you know, it's an old Ford Focus. It's not necessarily built for plowing through snow. Right. It's not up high. You know, it doesn't have a high mm-hmm. clearance. So even if you're getting through a drift, you're still just fucking hitting shit. Right, right. So it was... Just gonna have to fucking check in. It's not anything I want to do. And right. The people at the hotel were very nice. They gave us apparently they gave us like a cut discount rate. Mm. I think they knew. And there was a guy there who, um, uh, he was there when we checked in, and he was at the breakfast thing when I had breakfast that morning, mm-hmm. and he was talking to me, and he was at that hotel for three days. <gasps> Because he actually, he said, he's like, yeah, I got a part-time job at the Walmart where we got our meal. And then he's like, but normally he's like, he works at a factory. He lives in Minnesota, like, I think like a half hour away. And he works at a factory. But he says he lives in country. And he's like, sometimes it's just impossible for me to get home. So he's like, I'll just check myself into a hotel. And he said he was there for three days. That was That's day just number a way three. of life. It was just, yeah, this is how I fucking do. <laughs> and it was so fun. He worked, and he worked it for like a, a, a factory that made tractors. <laughs> it was funny. So you're making the, the tractors that are helping me get out of your fucking state. Yeah. And he, I mean, he just walked like a tractor had been dropped on him. Like he's, he, his fucking back and shoulders Aww. were all fucked up. Yeah. And I mean, that's just, I'm sure, factory life or whatever. Uh-huh. And living in the cold shit of Minnesota. You should drive Iowa. a tractor. Ugh, Christ. So, uh, 
We got the fuck out. We like I said, we just got home super late. But it was it was good being with Louie. Yeah. Just to have someone to talk to. And I could have dealt with all that bullshit on my own. To be perfectly honest, I probably wouldn't have left at four in the morning mm. uh Sunday. But um Yeah, you know, it's just mm-hmm. it was just good to have someone there. Right, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Just it's good to have a second person. You just never know. Safety and motherfucking numbers. Yeah, yeah. So we kept joking about how uh, we're like, yeah, Snow Jam Festival, great festival, never fucking again, <laughs> never fucking again. Because uh, I mean, so many people they got um, their flights got canceled and they were stuck there or whatever. So uh, yeah, they need, getting out. They need to have a, a corn jam festival. Well, or they need to have a sun jam festival. Do the goddamn thing in July. Oh, that's right, man. No, it isn't. You said corn But jam. I meant that to be, you know, during the time of year where there's not snow. There's sure. corn. Sure. Never fucking again. <laughs> Never. But they, no, I, I mean, I. if you're interested in doing it and you're not really uh, afraid of snow and shit like that, fucking go to... I only did it because so many festivals are just hang festivals, meaning, like, you're going to hang out with people... Uh, and have a good time or whatever. And that's essentially what this fest is. It's a hang festival. Because mm-hmm. um, there's no industry there. There's, I mean, there is the club there. Uh, but, I mean, even doing that club, it's like door deal stuff. So it isn't like you're going to go and make a ton of money. Uh, so, you know, it's just about going to stuff. And I've been to that hey. town before. I enjoy that town. I enjoy the guys who start and run the fest. So I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go fucking do it. So... Yeah, and they put you up in the hotel. And they, yeah. So you know. if you're cool with doing a hang fest in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, mm-hmm. fucking go have at it, man. Yeah. And hopefully uh, they get bigger bigger and better guys. Put chains on your tires before you go. Shit. Don't drive a Ford Focus. <laughs> drive your tractor. Drive your fucking tractor. You might get uh, three miles to the gallon. <laughs> yes. But you'll know you get the fuck out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or take your snowmobile. Whatever. Yeah, but you have to have snow in order... To use it to get there. Yeah, whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, so you did. You told me, Jamie, that there was something you wanted to talk about, or no? Yeah, just something. Just my little adventure I did. It's not you what? Day. You had an adventure? Yeah, I went on that the parking ticket day Saturday. Oh yeah. Uh huh. That was your adventure. Yes. No. That's a I, sweet, sweet adventure. Yeah, well, it was worth it. Did you see anybody come out and like look at their ticket? Oh yeah, one was and you're like, yeah, that was I me, bitch. Not like grabbing up, but there was people like I saw one sitting in their car looking at the ticket, crying. Yeah, I was like, ha 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 ha. Sure. Anyway, follow the rules. Um, I went. I decided to go to Muskegon to the Silver Slides. Silver Slides. Silver. <laughs> you don't even know where the fuck you went. Silver Sides, the submarine museum. In the, the winter time. Yeah. Why would you go to the submarine thing in the winter time? Wait. Why not? Because it's an outdoor thing. No, you go inside the submarine. It just seems too damn cold to do in the winter. You walk from the building, because inside there's a lot more than just the submarine. There's a bunch of stuff inside that, you know, about the whole war and blah, blah, blah. Uh huh. I did all that. And then you walk out these doors and you walk onto the submarine. Okay. So it's, you know. And how was it? I enjoyed it. I, I know that you didn't seem very like you wanted to go, so that's why I'm like, I'm going to go and do that. Yeah. I spent a lot of time there. I was well, probably good. there for three hours. Damn. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I was not. I wouldn't be interested. I wouldn't fit. First of all, and uh, two second of all, I, I don't care about it. Nice. <laughs> That's really nice. People died for you. People die for everything. People died in those fucking uh, snow jam things that I dealt with this weekend. Too bad, sir. Ter- certain people didn't. Anyway, that was the rest of your story. Anyway, that was, I mean, I just, I enjoyed it. Except, okay, so I go there. What was the best part about it then? Well, wait a minute. So first I go there and I uh, pay. It's $15. So I slide, you know, I give the guy a 20 and he puts a little thingy on my wrist. And then he proceeds to tell me everything. He's like pointing things out, telling me blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I go on my way. And then I realize, like, I, I go through everything, and I'm when I go to leave and I'm driving away, I realize that he never gave me my five bucks. That change. motherfucker. Yes. He's like, oh, tip. Yes. But um, my favorite part, it was the submarine. Well, actually, well, I don't you know. Were, there was is so there things. all the things more than the submarine at the submarine museum? Yeah, because there was stuff in the building about just the war and like different. Which war? World War Two. Yeah. How does a submarine get there from World War Two? Because wasn't there? Well, there had to have been submarines. In fucking the Great Lakes. That submarine wasn't meant to be in there. It was used in the war. They brought it there for the museum. Okay. They don't have they don't have submarines in the Grey Lakes. That's what I'm asking. That's what you said. Yeah. And now I'm saying no. All yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Huh? Tipstick? <laughs> um, the I there was a one of the stories about like one of the uh, like one of the submarines that got blown up and how some of the guys survived it. Yikes. Was interesting to me, and I liked that. I sat and I watched the whole movie, oh, and I movie, looked huh? and I looked. Were there at other the people displays. there? Were yeah. there other nerds there uh, getting their history on? There were other people there. I would say no nerds. There were no nerds. Well, I don't think a nerd will acknowledge another nerd. <laughs> and um, and it was actually uh, the family, one of the survivors uh, that did that part like they put together that whole display oh i thought you were gonna say they were there no they were like what the, one of the survivors was actually he was on the board of whatever for this museum uh-huh. and then he's passed away and so that's then the family now have stepped up and have stepped in about some of that stuff yeah, so true. i enjoyed that um and then uh, i liked the submarine but then they also had like different models people built different models of submarines, submarines and things how big like is that. a submarine and i just i that, I like miniatures, and I just how big is it though? The submarine itself. I think uh, it's a hundred and twelve feet. So not very far, like With, 30, 30, about thirty-five feet, forty feet tops. Is that I don't? Yeah, forty no. feet is no uh, forty yards. I mean, 40 oh wait, yards. no, sorry, three hundred twelve feet. So like a hundred yards, then a little. Oh, that's and, a, so wait, no, how many feet? Three hundred and twelve. So that's that's a hundred yards. That's a football field. Okay. It's it was that big. That's pretty. It, fucking it went big. on for a long way because I'm like, okay, I went through a section and then I'm like, holy cow! Like it just kept going. Like mm. I felt like that. Um, was there more than one uh, level or story? No, there was one. Like there, the one level. I mean, I think like you could go underneath. You know, like they had like 
engine, like stuff that maybe they would have to go to for maintenance, but it wasn't accessible. Right. You know, but like the living part and all that, that was one level. And um, yeah, anyway, it was just very interesting. I liked it. I was the only one in the submarine though when I was walking through it. And so when at one point there was like this really loud sound, uh-huh. I bought. I just like well lost it because it really sure. startled me, but it was cool. Well, you can't escape that either. You're gonna fucking. Oh yeah, I mean somebody could have been in there, and I would have been like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Right. Take me. I'm just kill me. You know. <laughs> I mean, what am I gonna do? I can't. You You're can't. a shitty soldier, there, Jamie. <laughs> there's nothing to grab and hit with because right. they there's nothing there, right. you know. And um, I got, was able to see the toilets that they, you know, did their thing on. The showers, I actually like stood in those and things like that just for fun. Not in the toilet. It stand in the toilet. Right. But anyway, it was fun. I would uh, encourage it. It was fun. It was if fun. You live, if you live in Muskegon, fun. It was fun. No, I don't live there. Do you know who uh, Robert Kraft is? Kind of. Who is he? Somebody who got in trouble for some sex stuff. Yeah, but what? who is he though? He's not a guy it, who got in trouble for sex He's something to sports, stuff. right? Yeah, he owns the New England Patriots. Okay. And not Kraft Cheese? No, it's not the same people. Okay. He, apparently, he made his money through paper. Hmm. Paper mills or something. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he got arrested. Well, I don't even know if he's been arrested yet or not. But apparently, somehow he got involved in prostitution in Florida, a massage parlor. Hmm. Uh, some Asian women were giving him a tug and a rub. Hmm. Uh, me love you long time, sucky sucky. He should have stayed with paper. <laughs> so, yeah. So apparently he went there twice over a two-day period of time. This a 77-year-old man uh, was getting having his way with women or whatever. And the problem is, I think they're talking about it as, it's not just like prostitution. I guess it's also connected to human trafficking as well. Mm, right. And I know we've, we've had some conversations about human trafficking on this podcast and it's just because uh, we've talked about how big sporting events like the super bowl oh, and things like that will right, attract okay. more human trafficking because of whatever's going on here's a large population of people who aren't native to this area mm-hmm. and they're going to be a short period of time and now here's an opportunity to take advantage of shit but it was weird it was it, it happened during the afc championship game which happened in kansas city and uh was it Kansas City? I think, yeah, it was Kansas City, right? I don't know, was it? And, well, the whole thing it was down in Florida. And I know the championship game was not in Florida. So Kansas City isn't in Florida. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's why it was weird to me <laughs> that when the, the game was happening, that he's getting the tug and the rub fucking in Florida somewhere. Hmm. Apparently, uh, the tug and rubs are good down in Florida. They get... You know, something's really long. You'd think he'd get a good tug and rub in Kansas City with barbecue sauce While or something. In Florida? Right? Wow. Amazing. Long. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is the shit I have to put up with a daily basis, everybody. <laughs> Stuff that doesn't make any sense. So hopefully, uh, I mean, I don't know if it, do you think anything's going to happen to him? Oops. What the um, fuck are you doing? I'm getting comfortable. Tugging and rubbing. Jesus. Um, I don't, I would, I guess hope so. Initially I was like, what's the big deal? But yeah, if there's like human trafficking. Yeah, it's Asian women apparently. There's Asians that live here. Yeah, but I mean, it's like Asian Asian. It's not like a woman who's Asian American. 
Uh, they're, probably, they're probably here. Yes, one of those. <laughs> Me love you long time. They're, I'm sure they're not here because they want to be here fucking sucking a 77-year-old man's cock <laughs> America. Oh, you know, delicacies. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. They do eat weird things over <laughs> they there. They do, dogs. Jesus. Old man dong. <laughs> hey, here's uh, here's a puffer fish. Uh, here's here's a Dalmatian. And now here's 77-year-old cock. Old man dong. Old man balls. And then they hit a now gong. Now start gong- gargling. <laughs> Apparently, though, he's got a 39-year-old girlfriend. Ew. Yeah. People wow. all said that she is a, a a gold digger. Huh. You think? Gold figure. You think? Huh. You think? Yeah, I think so. All With right. that big of an age gap, for sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, you just like, I don't know. You, How can he you, feel you love You love who you love, I guess, but I don't know. I don't think that's love. So what do you think she's going to do? Um... Toler- as long as she can have money, she'll tolerate it. Yeah, I think uh, there there's that case too. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like she ain't, she ain't a skank or anything, right? But like, I think about like I get okay why an older person would uh, like to be with a younger person. I sure. totally get that. Right, right, right. And uh, but God, do you really think you are that great of a person, regardless? That you deserve like that is legitimate. Like when you oh, question yeah. that, yeah, 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 yeah. I would yeah, like yeah. that kind of an age gap. I would totally. Like, well, it's like a dude. You'd be like, ah, you know, what? A, like, what do you have in common with this person other than a tug and a rub or whatever? Right? Yes. <laughs> Me love you long she time, but she wasn't Asian. No, she was probably German. I suck at your cock. And then she kicks him. <laughs> She puts a chapstick in his butthole. Yes. Uh, you got to pay extra for that normally. That's what like. Germans are known for. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, a couple of th- couple of things to talk about here. Uh, let's see. We, I know we already did that. Uh, whoops. Uh, whoops. Here we go. Uh, we can talk about a mom finding some stuff on YouTube that's kind of weird. Or uh, there is that one article that I sent to you earlier about the guy uh, oh. in the so, uh, yeah, just nursing about homes. That one. Which yeah. one? The nurse. The, the nursing guy. home. Yeah. All right. Let me find it here quickly, everybody. I uh, got to get that fucking intern in here. Goddamn. Yeah. Intern Scott. Fuck intern Scott. Okay, everybody. This was a. I saw this today, and uh, I thought uh, it was really cool. <laughs> Oh, you did? Oh, you were serious? I, yeah. I, was like, I, I totally I was like this, Yeah, you did, but that's why I'm like, okay, maybe this is one to talk about. There was a man, uh, I think it was down in Florida, let me see here, uh, in Virginia. A Virginia man says spending his golden years at a Holiday Inn instead wait. of a nursing home will save him money. What do you mean, wait? Wait, wait because look at the name of the town. Lynchburg, yeah. You've that's never... horrible. That's the name of the fucking town. Oh, that they need to change that. Oh, that's Jesus horrible. Christ. Uh, his name is Terry Rob Robison. He said the math is pretty simple. The average nursing home costs a hundred and eighty-eight dollars a day, while a long-term stay with a senior discount at a Holiday Inn costs fifty-nine twenty-three per night. So that's like a third of the cost right there. Mm-hmm. He said the hotel always has free breakfast, and some even offer happy hour. 
His thrifty idea would leave him more than $120 a day to spend on meals, laundry, and tips for the hotel staff. And alcohol! Robinson noted that the hotel staff cleans your room for you and offers complimentary toiletries. If something breaks in your room, the staff will fix it. The locations have security personnel at night and room service as well. They treat you like a customer, not a patient, he noted. It takes months to get to decent nursing homes. Holiday Inn will take your reservation today. <laughs> Robinson doesn't see a downside to the idea. If he wants to change the scenery, he can stay at a Holiday Inn <laughs> in another city. Funny, yeah. He's fucking, he's, this guy's a genius. Uh-huh. Yep. He said the staff will check on uh, him to make sure he's okay. If not, they'll call an ambulance, he yeah. joked. If you fall and break a hip, Medicare will pay for the hip and Holiday Inn will upgrade you to a suite for the rest of your life. This guy is a fucking smart, smart man. Hmm. What about visits from family? That's not a problem either, he says. They'll always be glad to find you and probably check in for a few days, mini vacation, whatever. The grandkids can use the pool. What more can I ask for? Mm-hmm. So what do you, I mean, you said fucking no. You were like, that's a yeah, stupid like, idea. Well, I don't think it's stupid, but you can't compare... If you need to be in a nursing home. Well, yes. I mean, this guy clearly sounds like he's got all his faculties yeah. and probably can walk around so or why whatever. why would he even consider moving into a nursing home? I don't know. So that's what I was like. It, he wouldn't even move into one. And it just that's what I meant by comparing apples to oranges. So, yeah. he pro- It doesn't sound like he's got medical needs where someone's no, got to have medications and he's got to talk to a nurse on a, right. a daily There's basis or whatever. There's not skilled care involved with sure. that. And and he has no issues with money, probably, because when I added it, it was still ended up being like 400 and some dollars a week, I think. Sure, approximately, because yeah. if it's uh, 52 bucks a day right. or whatever, yeah, so. Well, so, I mean, it's still. Well. So, it's not, I mean, I get what he's saying, and it does make sense, like, for him, for somebody that, sure. you know, it, it could be affordable. And, yeah, there's those other perks. Like, it's not like. You don't need to maybe even live in an adult foster care home. It's like even like a in between living totally on your own adult foster care home. Sure. Hotel. Yeah. I can see that happening though. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. Right. Because I've seen McDonald's turn into like senior citizen gathering areas. Not like homes. But when you go in uh, before like nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. it's just fucking old people chilling. They're hanging out. Huh. This is, they're gathering because they huh. no longer have that place. There's no longer senior citizen uh, rec centers or whatever you want to call them. Senior citizen rec centers? Yeah. They're senior center, senior, those things. <laughs> yeah, they're called McDonald's. <laughs> senior centers where people go and they eat a meal, they maybe play bingo. Not in a lot of places, they're gone. No. Yeah. No. They could tell me one around here that you know. There's one on Division. There's Where? one in Wyoming. Where? The senior you're neighbors. Just say, you're just naming towns. No, right on Division. Um, There is one. There, there's one there. There's like one in Granville. The senior neighbor. It's a millage thing. Eh. Yeah. Burr. You're wrong. I'm, I'm not buying it. Wrong. Not buying it. Wrong. You know what I am buying, though, everybody? I am buying a comedy show tomorrow, everybody. I'm a part of the funniest it? person in Grand Rapids contest tomorrow. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in going, mm-hmm. uh, come on out tomorrow. It's at 8 o'clock, $5. 
eight people trying to be the two to move on to the semis. Yep, yep. So come on out. One is uh, by the crowd vote and one is by a judge vote. And I know I need to win the judge vote. If I don't win the judge vote, I'm not moving on. I'm not mm. I'm not bringing anybody. You know, there's a couple people uh, who are kind of bringers. Excuse me. So come on out. Have a good time. It'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say one more thing about Laugh Fest happening. It's coming up pretty uh, quick, everybody. Yeah. March 7th through 17th. Uh, but something you can do, uh, I'm going to be donating blood on mm. Thursday, everybody, down at uh, Gun Lake Casino, of all wow. places. Wow. Weird. I'm going down there because uh, if you donate down there on Thursday, you... Uh, play the slots? The, the, you can play slots if you want to. They'll give you a Laugh-Fest t-shirt, and they will then also donate money to Laugh-Fest as well, to oh. the Gildas Club. Right. So, because originally I was supposed to donate uh, tomorrow, but tomorrow's not one of the days where Laugh-Fest benefits from it. Ah. So, uh, Gun Lake Casino, is, um, I think they're there till like 8 o'clock or something. Huh. So, But if you go to, if you just Google Michigan Blood, uh, you'll find it. And uh, there's others, there's some other spots too, whether it's the main location over there on Fuller near Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a spot in Granville too. But if you can do that, go help out Laugh at Skills Club, donate mm-hmm. blood. They all like that as well, too. And then I'm also running the Thunderwear Run. Woo! It's a point, uh, a 1K, everybody. It's a 1K, so it's a point six mile race. You can walk it in like 15 minutes if you just wanted to walk it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they want you to dress up, put your underwear over your running gear. I'm actually going to wear a costume head. on your head if you want. I'm going to wear a costume. And uh, it's going to be fun. You get a t-shirt, you get a finisher medal, you get some drink tickets over there at New Holland Brewery. Yep. Uh, the Knickerbocker over on Bridge Street in downtown Grand Rapids. And again, all helps Laugh Fest. Mm-hmm. So uh, go and do it. And a whole bunch of shows. So if you go to laughfestgr.org, you will find uh, all sorts of good stuff. We got tickets to go see Ed Asner. Yeah. Oh. And I'm going to be getting tickets for Joe Coy. And uh, I'm going to be giving those away for free on my fan page. So go. if you uh, go look for Stu McAllister Facebook fan page, if you don't see... be coy, <laughs> uh, look for those. <laughs> They'll be coming up pretty soon when I have them. And then uh, I got my stickers, everybody. I guess this is the fucking commercial time, baby. Yeah. This is the commercial word. I don't everybody fucking stretch your legs. Where I don't fucking benefit from any of it. But uh, <laughs> the hug your ween stickers. Your Cuddle Your Cow stickers and Dippin' Dots for Life stickers. Yeah. If you want any of those, they're two for $5. Mix and match if you want. I, I don't particularly care. Two for $5. And all of the money, all $5 goes towards either uh, NOAA Project, which is a no-kill animal shelter, mm-hmm. the Muskegon Humane Society out there in Muskegon, or Crash's Landing, a no-kill cat shelter. So uh, all uh, near and dear, close to my heart. Yeah. Do you so. remember way back when when you weren't allowed to mix and match like pop singles? Like if you were getting like a six pack and it was like in the carton, you weren't allowed no. to mix and match them? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like like let's say you want to get like Fagel or something uh-huh. and you want to get six different kinds and it was in uh-huh. a carton. You weren't allowed to mix and match, but now they let you do that. So anyway, when you said mix and match, it made me remember. Think about that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, all right. That's Proceed. a dumb Michigan thing. Iowa for life! <laughs> so, uh, but that's it, Jamie. Let's get anything else you want to talk about? No, 
It's a, this is the greatest podcast uh, we've ever done, I think. Podcast for you, life. Well, actually, you you were again. You got a lot of compliments about the podcast on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You did a good job. Always. <laughs> so, if you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends and family. Uh, they can listen on SoundCloud, Castbox, uh, iTunes, other places probably as well too. They're not even talking about podcast addict or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, please like the fan page, Elemental Podcast on the Facial Book, and we talked about the stickers. We talked yep. about the uh, contest tomorrow. Talked about Laugh Fest, the Thunderwear Run, uh, Ed Asner, et cetera, 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 et cetera. Et cetera. Uh, snow sucks my balls. They can lick my ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Okay? Right? Yeah. Sure. Anything else? No. No. Summary. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Apologize again for missing out last uh, last night, but we'll see you on Thursday, right? I'm not apologizing. Yeah, fair enough, Kayla. <laughs>